Welcome to work. Hi folks, it's your girl Kim Savage, the one and only of course, and we're here with part two of the all about the business conversation that we've been having, trans creatives at work. So glad to have you back. And of course, you know, we are here at, with a very, very special guest, an artist. Uh, I'm not gonna introduce them just yet because of course I have this disclaimer to plug in and I just want to let you folks know that this podcast has been produced with the financial support from the Equality for All Foundation using the financial assistance from the European Union. The contents of this podcast are the sole responsibility of Transit Jamaica and can under no circumstances be regarded as reflecting the position of Equality for All Foundation or the European Union. Welcome back to work. I want to say it's episode 7, but it's not. It's really 6B because this is part 2. And I am here to work. We are here to work. In 6A, right, when we talk, when we first started talking about creativity, creatives at work, having that as an entrepreneurship business, we had Afi as our first guest. Street Boy Afi was just here last week. Um, and we had... A deep conversation with Abfi, but we are here with a different creative. But I wanted to say, it's still entrepreneurship. Money slap for make, girls slap for do, girl slap for do, and coins slap for run, and but work is still getting done, and creativity is still flowing, and that's what we're here to talk about. So let me just go ahead and introduce my guest, Puffa. Hello, 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 hello. Hi, girl. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yes, no problem. So, how it usually work mm-hmm. is that I ask a series of questions. I've got a mingle and fast their business. You mm-hmm. just answer. And my viewers and listeners get to know what's up with Puffer, who Puffer is, and what Puffer has been up to. All right. All right? Mm-hmm. So, let's jump to it. Um, first question. I usually ask this to all my guests. Who are you? Who is Puffa? What is Puffa? Just tell us where you can about yourself, please. Well, I guess in an earthly sense, I am the artist from Kingston, Jamaica. I am a 38-year-old woman from Yadia. And I have been painting ever since I was a child. Pretty early on, I decided that art was what it was going to be for me. And that was pretty much it ever since then. Yes. And you've been living like as a true, true artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that been like? It's been hard. I mean, you know, as a child growing up, you always hear people talk about the poorly artist and the struggling artist. And I remember even in prep school, I would hear my father say things like, you know, it's not a good career choice. There's no money in it. There's no insurance in it. There's no protection in it. So it's a big risk. So that was always a fear of mine, but I was determined, so I decided to move forward with it anyway. Yeah, and you eventually made that into a business. Yes, that part for me was the hardest part because not only am I trying to work alone and for myself, but I'm also a very introverted and kind of homely type person. So it was quite difficult for me to be social enough 
growing up in the 90s to sell art because we didn't have social media back then and it was just a matter of if people knew you, people bought your work. Right, there was no right. other way. So marketing and stuff, I was lost. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. I get you. But it, since all of that has been happening and you have, well, I'm, traveled, of, of, of course, mm-hmm. through your lifetime, but currently you are residing in Jamaica. Social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like living right now um, as a true artist in Jamaica? And I mean, when, when I say artist... Mm-hmm. What's it like with your business? What's it like with how you you get along with your struggles with no insurance, like you would say? Mm-hmm. How is it like not taking your father's advice and being an artist anyways? <laughs> What's that like? Well, you know what? I love it. Yeah. I love the art scene here in Jamaica and the people that participate in production of art here my father is a member of the film industry here so i did grow up with like a lot of creative people around me so for me becoming a member like an official adult member of the creative society was a big badge of honor and i wear it very proudly and i sell i do pretty good work here i don't make the most money that i feel like i should be able to make but then again, I also don't put myself out there like the average artist does. So I feel like my perspective is quite particular to me because mm-hmm. I do see my friends put themselves out there quite a bit more. And I guess I really haven't had those conversations with them to really know how much money they're earning, what it's really like. But I feel like I'm doing fairly well, considering that I'm hiding under a rock most of the time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so in, in terms of you being an artist, you being an entrepreneur, you having to get your sales mm-hmm. naturally because builds up a pay. But then as you said that you are an introvert. Earlier also you did mention social media. Mm-hmm. Let's jump on that a little bit. Is that what you use mostly to maybe engage your clients or to get a client? Yes, like maybe 70% of my clients do come from solely my Instagram feed. I don't use any other social media platform but Instagram. And I am happy with the amount of clients and the amount of commissions that I do get when I put myself out there and I actually use the app as it's supposed to be used, I feel like I do get good responses from it and people are interested in the work. Right, mm-hmm. right. And, well, you say you're happy, so it's obviously working out for you. So keep, of course, Puffer will definitely, at some point in the program, plug in the business page, of course, because I would definitely like the Instagram messages to keep flowing because it's serious inquiries over here all the time, all the time. It's serious <laughs> inquiries over at the DMs. It's always serious inquiries. But let me just ask you a touch point, maybe perhaps of the specific challenges you are facing now. I mean, it could be pre-post-COVID, but as an artist, some of the true challenges that you might be facing and maybe if those challenges are consistent. Well, for example, I forgot to mention earlier, I, do, I did do some work with the juvenile facilities here in Kingston. During the summers, we had a great summer program pre-COVID. And oh, the right. work, yes, it was great. The kids really were responsive. 
and there was plans to move forward to even going to the adult facilities and things of that nature but because of covid all of that was put to a, a stop and it right. was actually a big deal because i'm not only a creative but i'm also physically not quite what is normal for the corporate world so to be hired by the government to work within the system it was a big deal and i feel like it was like opening the floor for more people who are tattooed and pierced and of an alternative look right to break through into the system yeah so they recently called me back and the opportunity is again on the table so i'm hoping that i'll get through because not i mean it's just a small amount of money but the opportunity to change people's minds about people who are like myself for me is worth it yeah and i mean i think that's I mean, in anybody, because like, that's something that keeps coming on, on my guests constantly every week when they have their differences and they're able to rely on that, they kind of take it as an advocacy tool, not to set them back, but to move them forward. Right. So that's what I meant by, that's what I wanted to do by, to answer your question. That's one of the challenges is the fact that I do have an alternative presentation and sometimes people shy away from doing business with people that look like myself. Yeah. And I mean, because, and I mean, in, and Puffa goes to the extreme with their, <laughs> her expression, because you're what, too spirited, and again, very unconventional, well tattooed, yes. um, and, and judging but well barred. I'm not sure, it's really very confusing, <laughs> but you do have that very creative adjustments that you also want to do to your body. Would you like to share that? Sure, I'm hoping to remove both my breasts soon sooner than later yeah yes i do not relate to them at all and i would prefer if they were not a part of my vessel yeah mm-hmm. naturally thank you so much because that's, that's, <laughs> that should be exciting we should definitely revisit that when that's done so we can actually talk about an experience because yes. then you're going to be in your real full glorified yes, body that, that you be my full self there physically so i'm excited about that and i'm excited to share it because i'm sure there's a lot of people who experience the same feelings as i but them don't really get the opportunity to listen or to even engage in a conversation about this type of stuff right right you know definitely so i mean earlier you did talk about your father your father being in the film industry and that you were able to get advice not necessarily advice for your follow but you know you got <laughs> advice yeah um and that kind of brings me into my next question as an artist, whether it's your upbringing or now, as your adulthood or present, it really doesn't matter. During your career, have you ever received any mentorship? Or are you receiving any mentorship now to guide you into becoming your fullest self or to achieve like your fullest potential? Yeah. You know, I don't even know if... I don't know what to call mentorship mm-hmm. or what that really is i guess for me that would present as definitely my dad because my dad has always been a freelance artist ever since i was a little girl he's been working for himself and he has managed to really take good care of my brother and myself on his own doing that and so that kind of gave me that feeling that it could absolutely be done you know definitely yeah definitely and uh, I mean, that is mentorship, because 
it, it led to something else. Mm-hmm. You know, your time when you find them, I really get wasted my love because inspiration are all about. And again, knowing your, knowing of your father's work, you must what you listen. Yeah, and people, have the choice, but for they be inspired, all listen that right. word brilliant. When people hear the word mentorship, they think someone sits with you and has conversations with you about a specific topic. But I was just watching him and observing. Right. And understanding that it can be done. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. We were still at the beach every Sunday drinking soda from the glass bottle. Same way. Yes. Yes. And that's what I like to talk about. Can you just keep it to the point? Because it keeps bringing into my next question I want to ask. And you talk about just observing your father. Mm-hmm. What he was like in his career. What challenges him overcome or he make it or everything where the man dropped and was a success. Just look at type of look at something there that inspired you. What would you say in specific or several or if any advantages mm-hmm. of being an entrepreneur? Like in your point of view, are there any advantages living in Jamaica, being trans, being an artist, being an entrepreneur? I think there's definitely a big level of freedom to decide what to do. Right. I know it sounds odd to maybe the average person, but to be able to get up every morning and decide how it's going to go today for yourself, it's a big deal for me. And especially as an introvert, I consider myself a hermit. So to be able to not have to answer to anyone's clock for me was worth any price right. and any sacrifice. So I do enjoy it a lot. If you're, if you're the type of person who cannot conform in that type of way, it's okay. Mm-hmm. There's other ways. Because I could not do it. <laughs> I would right. physically become sick yeah. if I had to get up every day and leave my home. I'm naturally a nesting person. And I guess all my life I've been kind of, you know, people like me are treated like we are not it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go to work every day. You don't want to be in the rat race. And you're kind of handled in a way. And the reality is it's okay. There's other ways. Yeah. And I'm glad that I saw that in my father, that I could push that boundary even further within myself. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. And so I love it. And I'm willing to sacrifice those days when I paint in Dorsel <laughs> because more yes. in peace. Peace is the name of the game. Great. And I mean, I'm, I'm learning because I, I mean, and you say that it's, it's a total freedom because then you are in your fullest self as well, in your expression, in how mm-hmm. you create art, mm-hmm. in the ways that you're able to create art, it's just all flowing and all opening right. to something else and living up something else. So. Right, the freedom of time is just one of the many freedoms that you achieve. Yeah. Wow, nice. And I want to talk about also in your point of view, you know, sustainability, you know, as an artist, Mm-hmm. It, do you think it's really sustainable right now to even choose artistry or creativity as a career in this present time? I think it is sustainable, but you have to have it in conjunction with something else. In other words, if you're going to do art, I don't know, but you may need to travel. Yeah. You may need to travel. 
We live in a country with what, 3 million people. I mean, how many paintings am I going to sell here before yeah. I need to move on? A nomadic lifestyle is a nomadic lifestyle for a reason. It is designed for some of us. If you need it, you need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. if your work requires you to move around, you need to create that flexibility for yourself. So I would definitely say be flexible and be able to add other things to that because just being an artist alone sitting in one spot, it does not work. Right. So there are, there are ways to make it sustainable. Yes, and you I mean, to... I understand that a lot of people on social media are reaching to the audience that they need to reach to in foreign lands and in the corners of the earth. But in reality, that's a, per that's a small percentage. For the remainder of us, we're going to have to get out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to meet people. People buy art from artists who they like. Someone has to like you to buy your art. So... Get out there. That's what the ad advice I have. It's sub sustainable, but you have to move around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you're giving a lot of pointers in terms of how you can make it sustainable. But I want to talk about maybe touch point on maybe bring it back to the youth. Mm -hmm. If they maybe are to be traveling to sell their art, do you think you have any strong advice in how they should be staying motivated to keep going? I know many persons are using all the artists' employ employment that they could find. And so if you are perhaps a painter who has lots of clients, they will have like an art manager. Mm -hmm. perhaps that works out for them especially if you're a young person say that you might want to have someone in the game with you yeah. to help you to price to keep records of your clients so it doesn't get lost yes. and how are you selling your original pieces and custom pieces mm -hmm. i'm not sure how it really goes you definitely need to keep an eye on your work number your work label your work get yourself a stamp stamp the back of your work so that your work is authenticated, so that your work has value when years and years go by and your work remains. This is how you, your work sells for more money later on. It doesn't just magically sell because everyone knows your name. Yeah. Get your stuff done correctly. Step one. And I mean, for the young folk, you know, a lot of people would advise them in terms of marketing and all of the modern new things where my old, my can manage. The advice I can give them is bring it back a notch. Bring it back a notch. Watch a documentary about minimalism. Mm -hmm. Because if you plan on traveling, if you plan on moving around the world, the Instagram hottie thing, I don't know how that's going to function because it costs money to move around. And the way how the young people are trying to operate right now is not a movie. Right. So... They're going to have to take it down a couple of notches to get what they want. Because a lot of people can actually afford what they want. But they choose to idle for the gram. And I'm not sure if that is making any money for them. And my advice is, listen, if you're not selling panties, your ass crack don't need to be on the gram. Keep it according to what's going on for you. Make your money. Sex will always sell. 
But what about your work? So, you know, manage your time and get it done. Because honestly, I see a lot of people making a lot of excuses. But when I check their feed, they seem to be quite busy. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this is the real thing that you're preaching. It just has to be silent for a moment because, you know, it's art, it's passion, yes. and then it's advice. And then you want to see a thriving trans artist community here in Jamaica. And this is real thing. And, you know, it's real difficult to say, but it's really important to do. We have to start putting first things first and prioritizing. And as Papa would say in wherever the platform is you have to use that for that and make sure it's it's going make sure you get what you need before you get what you want yes it. it's there for a reason yes so papa did come with all the lessons because you know usually at the end of my show i would come in when i'm pitching with the five things that i would know <laughs> but that is really good advice and that's a really great way to actually close out episode six and episode six overall, it was really two parts. Again, we did have Afe coming in with the first guest talking about creativity last week. And Puffa, this was really refreshing. It really is a little bit more deeper in creating and what that looks like for a struggling artist. And I'm so, so, so grateful and thankful to have this conversation with Thanks you for having me. it was wonderful <laughs> thank you so much and that you were able to join us and i just want to say thank you so much for all my listeners who have come with us so far we're moving into episode seven and that will of course bring us into a whole another something with a different guest and i keep having to say let me surprise y'all Stop coming in and rush me. All <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna keep it a surprise. But please join me for episode seven. Um, I can't wait. And Papa, before we go, we mm -hmm. like to just say the business. How do people find you? How can people buy art? How can people contact you well, for? You can find me on Instagram at Puffa, and you can also email me at noel dot one at gmail .com. Thank you. And be sure to ask my producers if you'll just put that into the description in this. I don't I don't edit the videos, you know. But I <laughs> will make sure that my producers put the the information to the business page in the description here on this video. But I just want to ask again, Papa, mm -hmm. when someone is reaching out, what are the services are you offering? I do commissions on acrylics on canvas. I do mostly abstract and 3d canvases gallery wrapped framed i use the top quality international standard paints your painting will last you several lifetimes i guarantee and it's personalized so of course you can get what you like nice 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 i like nice things i'm gonna place my arm there <laughs> because i just like these nice things but thank you so much for joining us papa and we here at work studio was so happy to have had you yeah, man, thanks and for having me so much thank you and i know the work continues and we'll be seeing your art yes. in more places of course in more time okay so let me just go ahead and of course plug in my disclaimer to thank my friends over there at equality for all foundation for their kind support through the european union with the production of this podcast this podcast has been produced with the financial support 
from the Equality for All Foundation using financial assistance from the European Union. The contents of this podcast are the sole responsibility of Transwave Jamaica and can under no circumstances be regarded as reflecting the position of Equality for All Foundation or the European Union. I was your host, Kim Savage. Up next on work, we talk about sex work as rework. Please stay tuned. Let's go to work.